Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carol and David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey everyone, welcome to the Topless Travel Show, where we will be broadcasting on location at selected events, exposing new and exciting adventures to stimulate your desires. We are coming to you here today from the beautiful Bliss Cruise, sailing on the Celebrity Reflection on our way to Aruba and Curaçao with the huge Topless Travel group of guests and staff on board. Absolutely, and you know, Topless Travel brings the travel culture to sexy, open-minded couples, so you can explore the possibilities and I mean all the possibilities while on vacation and especially while you're here on the Bliss Cruise from the er erotic and exotic playrooms to the daily meet and greets pool parties workshops play shops and so much more whether you travel to relax or party hard to get in touch with yourself or your couple to build relationships or make new friends or simply hang with compatible genuine people in a non-judgmental location we've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right now look and who just walked up here's party mark yeah we're right here we're in the dining room we are and the pool party just ended and uh, it's getting louder it's getting <laughs> louder so are you looking for sexy parties catered specifically to open-minded folks perhaps you feel more comfortable exploring the lifestyle with a group of compatible people on today's show, we're going to chat with the owners of a travel group and get their insight into the open-minded and swinger travel. As party organizers and host couples, they travel to lifestyle resorts and, of course, on the Blitz Cruise with all of their sexy peeps. All right. But as we do every show, we want to take a minute to tell you about our must-have top waterproof blanket, which now comes in four reversible colors because nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oil, silicone lubes, and all other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And now we have a new sexy pink and blue reversible blanket, both colors representing the ribbons supporting breast cancer and prostate cancer. And to support the cause, we'll donate $5 from each blanket sold to a charity that helps cancer survivors get back in the sack because great sex matters and cancer survivors deserve it too. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply go to Amazon and search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket, and order yours today. Great sex starts now. All right, enough with that stuff. Let's get on to the show. You know, we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we have some awesome guests for you today. We have Shannon and Frank from Ohio, and they are the owners of the Pussycat Parties. Welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you. I know it's not such a busy day here, but thank you for taking time out of your day, out of the sun, out of the parties, and coming to talk to us today. We can't wait to hear all about your Pussycat Parties. Okay, let's start by, uh, well, tell us a little bit about how you guys got into the lifestyle, whose idea was it, and for how long have you been in the lifestyle? That's a lot of questions. Well, so we started off in the lifestyle as an accident. Um, so Shannon and I were married for several years. We've raised five children. We never had an opportunity to take an adult vacation for the two of us. One day, finally, after many years, um, we said, hey, let's do it. But let's not go to a place where there's going to be a lot of children running around. We want to go someplace where we can enjoy ourselves without any of that hassle. We um, went to a resort in Jamaica that was kind of a, it's a, it's a two-way street. It has a uh, very conservative side where you can wear clothing or a side where you can be completely naked. Are you really saying that hedonism has a conservative anything? <laughs> yeah. They did. Well, we, we thought they, they did. did. When we, we first went, that was, it was literally, you had to be clothed on the clothing side and you were nude You're on right, the nude absolutely. side. The nude yeah. and the prude side. Yes, yes, nude and prude. And we were prudes for... 20 minutes, I believe. Exactly. <laughs> our very first trip, I think it took us... We went us to Hedonism 3, it was our first trip. Okay. 
and I think it took us about 20 minutes before we were nude and in the water and partying and, and, and wondering why we had never done it before. Okay, well, that's, that's one aspect of the lifestyle, getting to be clothing optional. But whose idea was it to go to Hito? It just was an accident. It popped up on the computer as I was searching adult vacations. Um, search engines are kind of weird. You have to be very careful when you're searching adult things but anymore. Did you know anything about the lifestyle before you went? Nope. So that's where you were. Were you learned. guys sexually adventurous as a couple before? Nope. Really? Wow. Did you have sex toys? Did you do anything? I, I didn't. I, because I'm not a, I'm not typically a fan of sex toys, uh. so I didn't have sex toys. So you like, guys just had, you just fucked in the missionary position on the left side of your bed and that was it until you went to Hito? Yeah. Wow. Well, this is going to be a great show. Occasionally we would go to a strip bar and, you know, uh-huh. screw around there. Or maybe the backseat of a car at a restaurant. Uh-huh. But do you want to know something? Carol has never had sex in the car. And I don't want to. I like my bed. I like to stretch out. Well, you remember we talked about the five kids thing. So yeah. sometimes getting out of the house okay, I meant it. driving to the nearest restaurant, parking out by the dumpster, and getting in 20 minutes before you had to go back home. So if you want to consider that adventurous, then, yeah, we were probably top of the list. But. So now the swinging lifestyle, which is something that's a little bit different than the general lifestyle, which is really about being open-minded. Tell us about how you guys got into the swinging lifestyle. Very easy. Again, it's just uh, a group of people that we like-minded people. We started finding out that um, that the swinging community, they're not as crazy as we thought they were going to be. They weren't as scary as we thought they were going to be. They were exactly the exact opposite. We found out that the couples were very in tune with each other. We found out that by becoming a part of the lifestyle, you had to learn certain rules. Or if you were going to be successful, I should say, you had to learn how to communicate. You had to learn not only with yourselves, but with other people, just opening those doors to communication. And it's a, it's a whole new world out there. And how did you learn those things? What you say is perfectly true. I'm just wondering, how did you learn them when you knew nothing? We just started implementing it. Um, we started having more and more conversations about our desires and how we felt. We talked about our jealous feelings and all of those things. I think our biggest lessons were learned through mistakes. Once we once we realized oh, that didn't work, um, now we're we're at a crossroads. We could choose to ignore it and just stay mad at each other and, and and be jealous, or we could work through them and find out why it didn't work. And then we may choose to try it again, maybe a little bit different, or maybe just try it again the exact same way. But or that that, do that, different. that first time, you got naked, and yeah. there was this other cock for Shannon to suck. How did this discussion go? Did you did she say is it okay if I suck this cock or did she just do it and then you dealt with it? That, that was those were some very late night conversations cuz you know the first time that we were both naked in public there was no there was not going to be any sucking cock of anybody oh, else that's and good. so that developed um um after a period of time our entire first trip uh, to Jamaica Tahito we were we were not uh, in the lifestyle. But that, that, that's, that's a great point because we always say that you go in with your rules, right? And right. never change the rules on the fly. So you went in and it was like, okay, we're not going to play with anyone else. We're going to see what goes on. You went back. Obviously, you, you, you've built great communication. And then it was the could we, should we, would we? And, and so, so what happened next? Well, we, we like to think of, a, of the lifestyle as being a continuum. Nothing is a goal. You're not trying to achieve certain right. statuses and saying, okay, this level achieved, let's move on. Yeah. It's just a continuum. So you're moving back and forth where your comfort zone is. Sometimes you might stretch yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit too far this way, but then you center yourselves back where your comfort zone is. And then the next time you might realize that your comfort zone has shifted on that continuum, exactly. whether it's up or down. It doesn't mean it's good or bad. It's it's always good as long as it works for you. So, Shannon, when you guys were having this discussion, I mean, we we all grew up in this world where you're you're with one person, that's the person you're supposed to be with, and now you're talking about sex or getting intimate with another person. How did you feel about, you know, pushing to that next level? And, and And like... Uh, Frank was saying, in the lifestyle, you don't have to go to full swap. You get to the place where you're comfortable as a couple, but you obviously went more than being a monogamous couple. How did you feel? Um, it, it was nervous. I was scared, like that it would somehow wreck our relationship. You know, you have those fears are natural just because sex is ingrained into us. That's just for a husband and wife, right? right? And now we're talking strangers. And so, like, how's that going to work out? And what if they catch feelings and all of 
you know, those things that in a relationship go along with sex. Well, you know, we, Carol has, we had this discussion with, with kissing, right? Which is supposed to be intimate. Like, what did you feel the first time you saw him kissing another woman? Turned on. Oh, ah, interesting. there you go. There you go. Absolutely. It's so fun. Well, we have a very similar story how we found the lifestyle. We were going to Temptation, which again was a topless optional adult place. We were there to have fun. We happened to sit beside We knew nothing about the right. lifestyle. Zero. And we happened to sit beside a couple who were very uh, touchy-feely with each other, putting sunscreen all over each other, and where they're like, oh my God, those people are weird. Like, why are they touching themselves like that? But then we got to talk to them because, you know, David talks to everybody, and we found out that they're actually swingers and so they actually took the time for a day and a half to explain to us because now we have questions and we asked them and so we learned a lot of what you found out on your own we learned from a couple who were like steady swingers they explained it all to us over the course of a couple days and we said and David wow. and I said wow that would be kind of cool that's where we belong maybe we want to try that and so we told them we want to try and they said you want to play with us and we said whatever that means sure let's try that and so they walked us through it so we really had the opportunity to ask a million questions to a couple who were so patient explaining everything and uh, we were just comfortable and we never looked back we went from soft swap to full swap right there at temptation uh, three different couples we met that same week we were in it full dove in deep that very first day Good for you. Yeah, it was cool. Very, very cool. I love it. So in our situation, there was a, an added aspect to that um, because we started off in the lifestyle with Shannon exploring the fact that, oh, she has discovered that she likes girls. There you go. And she likes playing with girls. So do I. I and I'm like, <laughs> what about you, Frank? Welcome to the club, dear. Welcome to the club. I've only been doing it for 50 years. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, and that, so that's what... That's what piqued our interest the most, and I and it was an easy transition because obviously I didn't really have any problems with her making out with girls and, and et cetera. What it, about the two girls sucking your cock? Yeah, all of it was good. Absolutely. <laughs> there are fantasies that you re, that you think that you are fantasies as a, as an adolescent growing up, and you your mind can concoct all these incredible stories and things, and then you're there. When then you're there, and you're living the life, and you're Sometimes you have to pinch yourself. Is this really happening to me? How, how is this happening to me? Who am I? You know, in those moments, you know, where you have one girl sitting on your cock and one girl sitting on your face, it's like, I love my life. <laughs> I really exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So was your very first experience then, Shannon, was it with another woman? No. No. Okay. No. Mm -mm. Um, it, was with a, it was with a gentleman. Okay. Um, we went to, there's a lifestyles club in Columbus and we had like talked online and things of that nature and we met this couple and yeah, we just, and we swapped. And then, but you did try out women, you started touching with another woman and you yes. kissed her and you found out this mm -hmm. is something that really turns you on yeah. and of course turns your husband on too and it was very encouraged, yeah. I'm sure. At so some point I was more by than guy, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yes. So that first experience, you know, and she says, yes, my first experience was with a with a man. And I said, well, what made it easy for us to come into the lifestyle is when she discovered she liked women. First experience with the man didn't work out all that great. Mm -hmm. And that caused us to have a lot of conversations. And, and that's what forced us to back up a little bit. And when... Shanna started exploring her bisexual side, that's when things started falling into place for us. It felt very more natural for us. So Shannon, are you bisexual or like Carol describes herself as bisituational when it's right for that moment when you're there with a the couple or do you go out and just have sex with girls without Frank? I would say I'm a lot like Carol, absolutely, because it's more about, you know, no, I don't just randomly, routinely go and try to pick up girls, but I, you know, I love to play with girls. Very, very cool. All right, why don't you start by telling us now about your Pussycat Parties, what it's all about? All right, so Pussycat Parties is a travel group. Um, we go to Jamaica, uh, we, to Hedonism, two times a year in April and October. Um, the group was, when we started the group, the whole purpose was we wanted women to be empowered to, to celebrate their sexiness and their, you know, in a fun environment, no judgment, that kind of a thing. 
Yeah, so that was the name. when the name came out, we started off as Pussycats, and that Pussycats was a tongue-in-cheek uh, reference to, you know, let's take care. The group is about the women. The group is about. Uh, but it's let's, still couples. It is couples. But yes, this. yes, and, and and empowering women in the couple gotcha. atmosphere of things. And we start we started off with a lot of people in our group that were in the same situations that we were in the lifestyle. They were maybe curious. Some had dabbled a little bit. Some had dabbled a little bit more. But most of us all kind of grew up together in the lifestyle all as a family wow. but isn't it isn't it curious that you know now that you guys are seasoned swingers and we're seasoned swingers and you look back and and, and you see that you don't have to just get the women by themselves to be empowered in the lifestyle the women drive the lifestyle whether they're bisexual or not everything goes through the woman yeah it does yeah and not a lot of the general public knows that. So let's repeat that. The women drive in the lifestyle. Yes, the women, the women, women rule. Yes. Anybody who thinks that the lifestyle can be de-womanizing in any respect, they, they, they can't they understand. They That's just right. can't understand what it, it's the exact opposite. In, in the lifestyle, women are empowered and women are encouraged to use that power. And, and, and guys, we, we, we find that as a very strong um, attribute of a woman, a woman who's strong enough to ask for what she wants, to say, to say no, to say yes. And that, that helps to create that um, equilibrium between the two sexes. And Carol always says, as a woman, she found out how to be able to say yes to great sex. Yep. Without guilt. Yeah, because you can explore your sexuality. It's okay to try new things. And then, so like you said, where women get empowered to try new things, we don't know what we like until we try it. And it's okay to try new things. So it used to be the, well, the stigma is that, you know, you shouldn't be enjoying sex. It's both, you know, that, that's not a good thing to enjoy sex. And of course, it's a good thing to enjoy sex. So we get a chance to try things out and go from there. And we know that, you know, as swingers, you never take one for the team. So right. the guys are easy. But if it's not good for the woman, it, in our couple, it just doesn't happen. Right. So tell us more about your parties. Right. You have your a, travel. A, 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 a demographic that's specific to you. Do you have, a, or is it for anybody? Tell us how people can get involved with your pussycat parties. So our um, group is primarily couples that are anywhere from about, on average, I'll say from 35 to, to 55 is like the average yep. age. Of course, we have some that are much younger and some that are much older, and it's just it's it's something for everyone um we do offer those trips to couples and to singles um and you know just try to bring the party and bring the energy so that we don't have to worry they don't have to worry about it cool so you're here with us uh we're here with topless travel and um the noise behind us is because uh, we're sitting right in front of the table that makes all the name necklaces and um, <laughs> people there. we are 35 peeps all from topless travel um here to be there for all the other people on the ship um how did you guys find topless travel how are you associated with them we've actually been um in hito um several times when topless travel was down there um and we approached um approached mark the entertainment um at uh, oh yeah and, and, <laughs> and mark right. said mark literally the conversation that shannon was I'll, I'll explain this for you shannon uh she called mark said hey um we, we're, we're looking at uh, a, a travel agent uh, for our group and, and mark said hold on a second and within two minutes um he had us hooked up with joe and the rest is history wow that's cool yes because making groups that travel if you're not a travel agent you need to be with a travel agent correct right exactly that's right. okay so you're the organizers of the group and then you get to travel with the uh, with the experts yes. topless travel yes. very cool yes. so topless travel makes everything easy for us because we don't have to worry about any of the bookings or anything else we can concentrate on what we want to do for our group um, at the resort or wherever we're at so tell us a few things that you do how how are you a host couple how are you party organizers what kind of skills do you need to do that kind of job well I think organization is one of them whenever you're trying to herd a bunch of uh, drunken um, partiers <laughs> um, it, it can be a little bit difficult at times so just being organized and we are cat herders yeah I would yes. say pussy cat herders has it that it's Shannon that actually holds the whip and Shannon does hold the whip <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so she loves it two of them so when you're on property and you have I know you were saying you've had 60 80 90 100 couples how do you keep yourself sane how do you how do you keep everyone organized and still have time for each other 
you have to make time for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, it, a marriage is a commitment, and whether that's everyday life, you still have to find time in your mundane lives to just spend a couple of minutes with each other. Um, even when you're in paradise, you have to spend a couple of minutes, um, an hour, two hours a day or two, what, whatever you need as a couple. But just make sure that you're you're connecting. That connection can sometimes just be a glance across the breakfast table. It can be a a, a nice long hug or nap in, in a hammock overlooking the ocean. Mm-hmm. It can be whatever works Watching for you. Watching the sunset at Hedo. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Shannon, what's your favorite part of putting groups together? I love to bring people together and, like, give them the information so that they can just go and enjoy and not feel, like, all stressed out because they don't know what to expect or what to wear. Or is it okay to wear my costume to dinner? So I like to be, like, a, re- a resource and helpful in that respect. That's one of my favorite parts is just... And I love to watch people like grow because they get there and they're all scared and then suddenly they come out of their shell and it's like they're the, an incredible person was just born again. You know That's what I mean? So fun. It's so awesome. Love that. It really is. Really so do. one of the questions we get asked all the time, and I'm going to let Shannon answer this one, is if I come on one of your trips, do I have to fuck someone else? No. Right. That's it. The bottom line is no. no. Right. Uh, we actually have had guests before that have said, um, we'll book with you, Shannon, if you fuck me. What did you say to that guest? I'm a host, not a whore. <laughs> oh, good answer. Good answer. No, I mean, it's it's so misunderstood that on all these lifestyle vacations, we're on Bliss. There's 3,000 people here. We're going to do Oasis in 2024 in November. There's going to be 6,600 people. And... Probably 50% of the people that come on these trips don't play. They're here to reconnect their couple, to explore their sexuality, to go to the workshops, to come out a stronger couple. Just to enjoy that erotic sensations. I mean, we all know that when we go into the playroom, and Carol and I do it on every trip, we go in as a couple. Yes, we like playing with other people, but we have our date night every time we go away because otherwise we lose our minds. And you go in there and you have sex, listening to other people have sex. It's like being in the middle of live porn, yes. right? And you hear the sounds Absolutely. and you hear people and you look at them and it's like, I don't need to watch porn. I see people who I had breakfast with having great sex there and we're not playing with anyone. So we always tell people, if you want to add some spice into your couple, you want to push your boundaries a little bit, you can come on these trips and you don't have to play with someone. And what would be the advantage of coming with a group? How would you explain the advantage of being together with people that you know? Um, Well, like I said, one of the things that we pride ourselves on is trying to get people the most information, accurate information, because there's a lot of misinformation out about lifestyle resorts in general. But then also at Hedonism, there tends to be a little bit more because everybody's like, oh, it's a giant orgy. No, it's not. We know this. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that. But then also um, during the week, we're available and just kind of party right along with everybody. But the other people in your groups are also probably women who are exploring their own sexuality and perhaps they're finding out that they like other women and maybe they are bisexual. Uh, They don't have to be to come in this group, but your theme is really about women who like to play with women. Especially if if they want to explore it. And um, we say it all the time, if you go with a group, you're gonna know if you're compatible to the majority of the people in that group. And there are compatible people for everyone in the lifestyle, but if you go on a trip with a group that's not compatible to you, you might not have a good time. But if you're going to a resort where everybody is within your age demographics and height and weight proportional and all that stuff, doesn't matter where you go, you can go to a junkyard, you're gonna have a blast. Absolutely. And the other thing that we do is we try to connect the guests before we get on the oh, trip. So, cool. so we do we do like icebreaker things online. We have chats and things of that nature just so that, you know, again, people can connect because then when they get to the resort, then they feel like they already have friends. Right. Even though they've never met in real life, somehow they're like already bonded, yeah. connected, all of that good stuff. You know, that last, feels good. Last night, our friends uh, Katrina and Klaus, who are here from Copenhagen and have um, their own retreats that they do over in Europe, um, were giving out five million consent dollars. And we found that was such a great way to meet people. And they were pushing the fact that consent is paramount, right? Ask first, no means no. If you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it means no. And they were giving out these, these, they looked like dollars (laughs) to people. And they said, 
Now go use it to buy something. So you had to go over and you have to and negotiate ask, with somebody. and you had to negotiate. Yeah. And it was all about remembering that consent and respect is is number one in the lifestyle. I love that. It was fantastic, and it was a great icebreaker to get people to talk to each other. And the girls were putting them in their tits, and yeah, it was just fantastic. It was, it was really really so well as group done. Organizers, do you feel like you're like role models in the lifestyle? I would say yes, because naturally, kind of, I think uh, you guys mentioned earlier that um, people know who we are, but we don't necessarily know who everybody else is. Right. And so, you know, that comes with some responsibility. So yeah. you have to be mindful of that. Yeah, I've learned yeah. that uh, the hard way a few times <laughs> in the playroom. Yeah, I'm still, well, I'm still trying to learn. <laughs> I think that's an extension of who we are as people as well, too. I mean, professionally, we're both nurses. We both are nurturers. We both want to take care of other people. And being in charge of a, uh, of a group, having people come up to us and ask us for whatever, anything, it, it's right. our pleasure. That's right. exactly why we're doing it is because we enjoy being able to help other people. We were fortunate enough to have people that welcomed us the very first time on. Us too. So yeah. us too. It's, yeah. This is it's just the payback. Just the pay, yeah. paying Absolutely. it forward. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, do your fa- friends and family at home know what you do with this kind of organizing, or is this kind of on the side? The people at home do not know okay. at all. I mean, it's kind of hard when you know when people ask us to our friends and family know. We actually feel that our friends and family are in the lifestyle. Right. You know, the family that we chose it really is, is a in the lifestyle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and everybody else that's out there. In the world we tolerate um, the same as they tolerate <laughs> us sometimes I like that I like that a lot but the people that the genuine people that we found it's 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 a different community if you don't know anybody that's in the lifestyle or you may know somebody who's in the lifestyle you just don't know they're in the lifestyle right but some of those people that um, are very genuine you'd be surprised now is this your first bliss cruise Yes, it's actually my very first cruise ever. Oh, so cool. this is all brand new to me and it's super cool. exciting. And I know we haven't been on board long, but can you tell us a little bit how it's different on the Bliss Cruise compared to, for example, a resort takeover or a hotel takeover? It's a whole lot harder finding people on this boat. <laughs> yes, a lot of people <laughs> and here. I, and I tend to get lost and I'm pretty sure I can navigate Hito blindfolded. So <laughs> there's yeah. that. Yes, yes. I think one of the advantages, though, is, is you don't have new people that are coming in in the middle of the week. Exactly. You don't have people that left yesterday and you're still looking for them two days from now everybody that's on this boat is stuck on this boat till everybody's <laughs> till done next Sunday. My, so exactly. you're, they can't hide from you they're right. someplace <laughs> my, my joke on the boat is going up to someone and say so when are you guys going home <laughs> that's the joke because <laughs> <laughs> at the resort that's usually yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, you leave? Yeah. when did you get here <laughs> oh you're only here for two more days okay, yeah. Cool. Cool. yeah exactly all right, well, I, I guess this is a great place to stop. We'll take a little break here. Just remind everybody that we are Carol and David. This is the Topless Travel Podcast, and we're chatting with Shannon and Frank from Pussycat Parties, and we're here on Bliss Cruise, the beautiful um, celebrity reflection. It's amazing here. So let's just tell everybody about Topless Travel and the amazing trips that we have planned for next year. Um, and if you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you simply have to book with Topless Travel. From Hito 2 in Jamaica, Desire are now in Cancun, and like all the Bliss Cruises we've been talking about, Topless Travel needs to be your number one choice. And all their trips and events are all about the people. And of course, the sexy fun experience that they're having together. So let's just shout out to all the sexy host couples like Party and Mark and Chelsea who are here with us. And, and of course, they're always on those trips to make sure you have one hell of a sexy vacation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. It was close. It was close. I can't do it. And you're going to find us like we are here on many of the topless travel ship trips. But listen up. We're going back to Hito 2 in February. We were there last year and the year before for another Sexy Silver event from February 25th to March 1st. As usual, rooms are selling out super fast. And if you don't want to miss the biggest lifestyle party on the Grill Beach in Jamaica, then book your room now. And um, listen to this. In 2024, yep, I'm already talking about 2024, Topless Travel is putting together not one but two bucket list trips from which we'll be broadcasting live. Uh, The first one is March 2nd to 13th, 2024, where we'll be exploring exploring the ancient pyramids of Egypt, followed by a seven-day riverboat cruise down the Nile in Jordan. And the second trip, we're going to be heading to Kenya for an African safari to witness the Great Migration, a little bit like glamping in the wild. 
from September 2nd to the 11th, 2024. Now on both these trips, space is super limited. Um, we're sold out at about 70%. So if you don't want to miss these amazing adventures with your like-minded friends, then go and book your rooms today. For more information about these trips or any of the topless travel events, go to thesexylifestyle.com and click on the topless travel events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. And also, let's just remind everyone that if you're looking for an online, open-minded community to find compatible people and events in your area, simply join sdc.com and use promo code 30314 for your first month free. Alrighty, you know this is a sexy lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and now it's time for our favorite part of the show where we get to talk about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. But before we get down and dirty with Shannon and Frank from... Pussycat Pussycat Parties. Parties. From Pussycat Parties, let's talk a little bit about the lifestyle community in general. So what would you say would be like, how does the community of the lifestyle help strengthen your couple? Go ahead. Well, I think the, the lifestyle community and lifestyle activities forced Shannon and I to have to be honest with each other. It's easy to say that you have honest conversations with your um, significant uh, one, but to truly have very honest conversations about hurt feelings, about jealousies, about desires. I mean, the very first time we had a conversation about our desires, it was very difficult because I don't think either one of us wanted to... It may hurt the other person's feelings or things. And it's like, okay, so you, you water down some things or this. And when we started to really get really real with what, how we really felt, the community is what helped us get to that point because we discovered, hey, if we're going to do this, we have to do this right. And there's only one way to do this. And you know what we found in the lifestyle is um, once you understand how to communicate honestly with each other, um, your wants and your needs, you learn how to say, you know what, I don't think that's for me, instead of saying a hard no. And then you also know when you meet a couple that you're not gonna get bullshit. They're gonna tell you, you know, we know in the lifestyle, not everybody's compatible for everybody. You go up to a couple, hey, do you guys wanna go play? And if they say, you know what, no, it doesn't feel right. Well, you don't hold any hard feelings against them because- right. They're being honest. They're, They're being, being honest. Right. You know, yeah. and they and you know, respect it. That's right. Absolutely. That respect. Sometimes, sometimes we like to say no for now, but not right. no forever. forever. Uh, right. You know, yeah. it, it, you're just catching us at a bad time. Let's reconnect at another time yeah. or, or, yeah. or whatever the That's situation That's what Carol says be. about anal sex. <laughs> oh, are we talking about fantasies now? <laughs> no, no, we're going to get into fantasies we later. Ahead. All right. Uh, yeah, Sorry, yeah, my mind's still uh, wandering. <laughs> and, you know, we have so many followers on social media and, of course, on our podcast who listen and we get off and asked by single guys and not as many single women but single guys are constantly asking us where do we fit into the lifestyle community what would you say to them single guys fit into the lifestyle in our personal lifestyle very well um, I love watching Shannon have sex with another man. Me too. Uh, I no, Carol. I oh, haven't yeah, seen yeah, Shannon yeah, have yeah, sex yeah, with yeah. another man yet. <laughs> we, we might have to start our own club. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it exists. Um, but I, I I I love watching Shannon. One of her favorite things to do is to bring pleasure to other people, and whether she's bringing pleasure to another woman or bringing pleasure to another man, um, there's nothing that brings her more satisfaction. She would actually rather please somebody else than to be pleased herself mm. and because she's a nurse yes <laughs> that's why but just inherent in her nature occasional yes. hazard uh-huh. and single guys single guys are, are welcome it, it's it's the single guys that know how to do it right the single guys who know that they're being respectful i don't want a single guy to come into our relationship and take and, over and think that oh yeah dude step aside right. i've got this right. um no you don't dude <laughs> you you have the honor if you want to partake but if you think you're going to replace me then you're not going to fit in the lifestyle very well you know we play with a couple of single guys and they are so caring for carol's needs and carol's wants and i mean carol's a pretty aggressive person so you know she has two cocks in front of her and she's like yummy <laughs> yeah right absolutely. and and our friend our friend he's like okay that's nice now it's our turn to take care of you and remember the first time we did double vag I mean, it was the hottest thing. Carol just squirted everywhere. She had two cocks in her pussy. And it was the first time we had done that. 
and it was just so gentle and so or sensual. Gentle? I don't think the word was gentle, but it was just awesome. Well, <laughs> well I had to go gentle because I didn't want to come right, right. away. Right? <laughs> yeah, He's well, like, of course, yeah. you, you wanted to go gentle so you wouldn't hurt me, and, right. and it didn't hurt, so that was fine. That was great, yes. I love that. Uh-huh. Oh, let's, let's talk more about that. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you guys allow singles to join your group? Yes. Okay, cool. And it can be single women or single men. Single women or, yep. And we know single women are welcome everywhere, anytime, right? There's so right. few unicorns in the lifestyle that they are always, always welcome. But the men have to prove themselves to be worthy, meaning that right. they got to be respectful and they have to show that they are respectful to everything happening, right? Exactly. Cool. Men, men have a lot tougher task in the lifestyle, whether they're single or w- and being a part of a couple. Right. Um, that, that, but it's the men that are respectful. It's the men, men that know their place. I mean, women and, and those And those guys who come in and think they have to be macho get spit out. Well, yep. right. And so, you know, a lot of times on social media, you'll see those questions from those single guys. Like, is this a good fit for me? Should I go to hedonism? And those types of things. And oftentimes you'll see a lot of people make negative comments about the single men. Right. But I've experienced worse behavior from married women. Yeah. Mm. And I and and that's the part that I, I kind of think that single guys get a bad rap. We, we've but, seen that where the women think they can go and touch and right. do whatever they want. But the rules apply to them just like yeah. they apply to the men. Yeah. Exactly. And we have to keep remembering that. I mean, I've been uh, at certain times, and this doesn't happen often, but I, I can just tell you an example where a woman came up and said, oh, I love your tits, and she's just holding them and touching them. And that's nice, but she didn't ask. You know, right. like I'm flattered, but you can't just come up to me and say, oh, my God, I love your tits and touch them. No. Right. Ask first. Mm-hmm. And, I, of course, it's fine if she asks, but you can't just do that. So it's just a small example. I wish a woman would come up to me and just suck my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Never happens. No, she has to ask you, honey. She does? <laughs> she does. <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> Looks oh. like you're having a volunteer. Here's beautiful Alice, one of the other host couples. If you want to know about Topless Travel bucket list trips, we're going to Egypt and we're going to do a safari. 2024. Um, yeah, Alice and uh, her husband Jeff have done them many times, and we'll talk about those on another trip. Alice? Yeah, she's there. She's still there. Okay. <laughs> Say hello. Hello, this is Alice from Topless Travel. Yes, and Alice was on our show about uh, sometime in October, and they told us all about some of their experiences and the bucket list trips they've been on and a really great anal sex story. So if you want to hear that one, listen to our show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we may have to go grab a drink. I want to hear that story. It will not go away. It will not die. (laughs) (laughs) Alice is awesome. So do you guys ever feel like you're being like a referee or a therapist with couples in your group? Has that ever happened to you? Every day, <laughs> sometimes five or six times a day, because they but, know they can come to you. But right? that's that. But but w- when we have when we say open door and we say C- we'll help you with anything, right? Of course, that that's means mean. all of that as well yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, dur- you know, showing somebody where to get their spoon for the buffet that that doesn't go very far in life. But to be able to help a couple find themselves, that's that's true connection, and that's especially that's especially if that unexpected jealousy pops up somehow, and you don't expect it, which it has mm-hmm. happened to me it's good to know that they can talk to somebody that you're there maybe you've experienced it maybe you're just going to walk them through it or talk them through it but you don't want to have drama in this lifestyle you want to try to avoid it but sometimes that jealousy does pop out right and you just need to to walk through it and you know one of the questions we get on our email and people ask us is when you're in a situation with people like this and you've had time with a couple and they say so, do you guys want to go play? And they're not the couple you want to play with. How do you politely say no? I don't want to tell on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we, we, we are always approach honesty as the best way to go. Right. You yes. know, and, and if somebody's going to take offense, I mean, it takes a lot of courage to ask somebody, right. first of all. So, t- for, for a couple to have the courtesy to come right out and ask you, um, they did their job. M- my job is to be respectful to that and, and be honest with and them. And we, we, we say it's better to politely say no yes. than to go and play and get, have drama. Well, yeah, but if you don't want, but if you don't want to play with them, you don't have to do that. I mean, that's the whole point here. Right. We want to do what's right for us because yes. this is about the honest approach. So yes, being respectful and say, yes. "Well, thank you very much. I'm flattered," but either 
we, we can't thank you anyways uh, mm-hmm. we maybe have another not for now. date or yeah. uh, perhaps another time or I really don't feel a connection or it just not, doesn't feel right for me right now but thank you anyways right. really appreciate mm-hmm. it exactly yeah. exactly Now, bisexuality, which we already discussed, there's so many ways to be bisexual. There's so many ways to explore it and express it. But do you think that people expect women, all women in the lifestyle, to be bisexual? What's your opinion on that? I don't don't think it's an expectation, but it is very common Mm -hmm. in the lifestyle. But I'm... I, I I used to think that myself that like most women in the lifestyle were were bisexual, but they're just not. It's, right. I would say it's like fifty fifty anymore. Yeah. But you know, um, I forget who we were talking to, and she says I like girls from the waist up. Ah, there you go. That's I think I would. I think I would fall into that category. I have no problem with a woman going down on me, no problem at all. But it's not my and favorite thing to go on down on another yeah. woman. And so I'd like to explain myself. It's. It's not that I don't want to do it, but it's or you not haven't my, done it, but you have. Yeah. yeah, and I know it's not my thing. So, like, if that's what you're looking for, then. Sorry. But I know <laughs> as a guy, when I'm fucking another woman, and let's say Frank, you're doing Carol, and the two women just kiss. For me, that's a turn on. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're playing with each other's tits and nipples. It doesn't have to be where they're doing strap on to each other. Which is hot in itself, but but, <laughs> Doesn't have but to just the girls touching and being intimate with each other is a huge turn on for me. So, uh, have you guys ever had a chance, or do you have people in your group that are bisexual men? Yes. And is it something that's common, or it's rare, or have you seen it a little bit? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, which is cool. I'm sure you're cool right. with it, right? Absolutely. What about yeah. what about if a man wanted you to do him up the ass with a strap on? Oh, you've asked me this before. Do you, th- do you think? Do you I don't. I don't know if I could. Do you think he's bisexual, or is it just sex between a couple? It's just sex between a couple. Absolutely. It's a pleasure point. Right. It is. Right. It's no Absolutely. difference him putting your cock, his cock in your ass, and you putting a strap on in his. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Or a finger, or whatever. You know. I mean, it's all good. It's all the same thing. Um, you do didn't you answer the question. So, what right. would you do if a man <laughs> asked you to put on a strap on and do him put in the ass? Strap. No, for now. Okay. <laughs> That's a good answer. So, I, so say. I, I, got a, I got a story. Alice, who just came by, taught us something. Um, we were just at Desire and yeah. Pearl in October, and we were talking about anal sex, and, and we told the whole story about uh, her and Jeff. But she says, I'm not into anal sex, but I've learned how to outsource. <laughs> exactly. And there's certain things that are okay in the lifestyle that you just outsource. It's not good for you as a couple, but if one of you want it, you have the opportunity to find someone else who's into it and you outsource it. See, when David said, I want you to sit on my head and come on my head, I go, well, I'm not into that, but that's what the lifestyle is all about. Go find a lady who wants to sit on your head and come. I'm okay with that. That's outsourcing. Yeah, that sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, Frank's bald too, so he's nodding his head. Okay, girls, find someone to outsource us to. <laughs> we have friends that, that that's exactly how we describe it as outsourcing. Yeah. Sometimes we have a friend who's husband likes to be very 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 hard fast pounding you know you, if, if, if you're in front of him and he's doggy style fucking you he's gonna pound you pretty hard yeah well she doesn't like that okay. so she has friends that you know are more gentle, gentle. Yeah, yeah that are more Softer, gentle and yeah, slower a little bit yeah. more mm-hmm. and, and a piece I'd be that guy yeah <laughs> and then and then she, luckily for for him is there are other friends that he has that Love it. <laughs> Why are you jump, looking at me? Jump right in and, and say, go to town, boy guy. Let's see you. <laughs> yeah, I do like a hard pounding also. Yes. And it's not all the time and not for long, but I do like a hard pounding. I'm there too. So here's the question. Is sex the ultimate goal for everybody in the lifestyle? I hope not. I really, really hope not. If you if you think to yourself, I want to get in a lifestyle because I want to have more sex, then maybe you might want to reconsider. If you want to get in a lifestyle because you wanna you wanna love your partner a little bit more, you wanna find out a little bit more about yourself, um, you wanna explore the world and see really what true beauty is out there, then maybe consider the lifestyle. But if you're into it for sex, forget it. This is not for you. What we, a great answer. We, uh, that's a fantastic answer. And we know, we've been in the lifestyle 15 years now, and we know the lifestyle is about the people. Yes. And when you make the right friends and you have um, that, that connection, then when you do have sex, it's fun. And I'm not saying we haven't been in the playroom where we fuck people, we don't know their names, and they were just there, and there was a cock and a pussy, and you had a great time. 
but in general the lifestyle is about the people and the friends you make and the connections you make and you see people again and again you know with covid we haven't seen some people that we've met on this cruise for four years right and it was like we saw them yesterday yeah and we had stories to reminisce about <laughs> uh, anyways it's just about it's just about um meeting same open-minded like-minded people um and it's not about like you were saying, Frank, it's not about having sex with them. When you do, it's great. We have a lot of friends who we used to fuck in the lifestyle who are great friends and we don't play with anymore because we love the, the, the excitement, we love the variety, we love meeting other people, but it doesn't mean we can't still be friends with the other open-minded people that we've known for years. And there are there are dozens of ways to to um, have sex in the lifestyle the proper way. And, and when I say that, I mean there's no wrong ways. Uh, for Shannon and I, we like to get to know a couple. We like to know them personally a little bit more. Um, Do a podcast with them. Such subtlety. <laughs> right? I think he's 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 throwing them out there. Pretty good. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna have to step up my game a little bit. Uh, but but some people they don't want to get to know it. They don't want to get to know the other couple at all because they're right. treated. You know, the other couple is are just sex toys for them. And I'm not saying that that's wrong. I right. don't mean to imply that with any intonation of my voice. It's just that's not us. I right. mean, we have our our right. sweet right. spot, and we we we've and of we course there's out. other couples that don't swap at all they're right. still exactly. in the lifestyle they love exactly. all this fun they might be there to watch and to enjoy or to perform or to perform they're exhibitionists um, but right. yeah, they don't want to swap I, they don't want to touch other people I in would the say probably 40 or 50 to 1 as far as the number of couples that we have that are friends in this lifestyle yeah. at least 40 or 50 to 1 meaning 40 or 50 couples that we've never played with versus the one couple that right. we have yeah. played with and yeah. with the hundreds of couples that we know and it's not that it's I don't even, I don't really mean to say that I think it's be, uh, we're selective I think sometimes it has to do with the fact we are hosts right you know we right. do have we, a we fall into that similar category as well yes. we can't be talking to everybody who knows us we got a million but, listeners how, how are we going to do that <laughs> no, you're going to be right. busy yeah start taking your vitamins yeah. now <laughs> plus when when you go away I mean we travel so much you have to make sure as a host couple, an organizer, podcasters, that you have time for yourself. We always have at least one date night, one night where we have great sex, just the two of us. And really, when we go home, th those are the ones we remember the most. Well, f for us too, is, I mean, when we're this is a hobby for us. Mm -hmm. So we have full time jobs. This is our vacation time. We you know we get our weeks of vacation like everybody else does from their jobs. Our weeks of vacation are spent hosting um, other people. Other people. Mm -hmm. So yes, this is our vacation as well too. Yeah. So we have to make sure that. This is our yeah. vacation. We have to enjoy it for us as well. But what a great life, right? It is a I great know. life. It doesn't suck. I know. It doesn't suck. All right. So Shannon, sure. we're going to talk about fantasies now. Okay. Now I'm in the fantasy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Be specific is all he's saying. <laughs> all right. So you know, in the lifestyle, we get to we're so fortunate to be able to come up with fantasies and and live them out if we want to. Some fantasies are made to be just fantasies. What is a fantasy that you have in your mind that you'd like to fulfill? Um. Yeah, you're gonna have to come back. To because I, I honestly don't I'm gonna know. I'm going to tell you mine. Okay. So my fantasy is you doing Carol with a strap on and me doing you. You just have to imagine the coordination. And I'm not sure it's absolutely possible or not, right? It is. It's ah. possible. It is We've possible. Done it. That, that, was, that, that got checked off the bucket list uh, last year. Wow. Two years. Two, years. Oh, two years ago, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's cool. There you go. Cool. Uh, Carol, Carol, your fantasy? Well, I mean, I still have that fantasy that I've been talking about for a while. I, I like male porn. And I still have a fantasy of David's cock being sucked by another guy. And it's not something he's into, so it might not ever come true. But I still can fantasize about that. Like, you know, my favorite guy going down on him. Uh, yeah, I think that's something that I'd like to see. That's cool. Not for now. It's going to be a no for now, <laughs> for now. And, and not necessarily a no forever But, <laughs> but probably, probably. <laughs> Which is all fine Do not hold your breath How about you Frank, what's one of your fantasies? Um, well, my fantasy There's actually two of them um, Shannon's never done anal with anybody else but me and so that's been on my list for a while, and I know it's off the table for now, but uh, I keep the okay. keep the door cracked open for uh, somewhere down the road. Have you done DP ever? Okay, that's good. 
but only but with Frank in your ass. Yes. Right. All right. Yes. Got it. Got it. That, that's the other fantasy. Uh-huh. Okay. I'd like to. I'd like to sit back and watch the DP occur uh, yeah. while I yeah. while I'm taking notes and right. just <laughs> just well, because to think about it, if she's got two cocks in her, there's that means there's two women who possibly are. Uh, unoccupied, so we, we're just going to sit back. Or, and, or, or her mouth, sucking your cock. Or her mouth is right? available. While yeah. you're yeah, watching. Yeah, and then airtight, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, see, there's, this fantasy just goes on and gets better <laughs> and better and better. I love it. I love it. That's great. Now, do you guys ever feel hold like... Hold it, hold it, hold oh. it. We're back at Shannon. Oh, okay. Okay, Shannon, why don't you sh- why don't you share a fantasy that you have fulfilled, let's just say? The, the DP. Oh, okay. Absolutely. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and I... But your it eyes, your face. eyes got wide when we were talking about double vag. Yeah, because I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah. Do you have I'm a pussy that. that expands? Like, do you like big full fullness in your yes. pussy? Well, there you go. You'll do you love squirt that too? Yes. There you go. You'll love. You that need too. one of our blankets. We're gonna send you one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I use puppy pads. Oh well, there oh. you go. You won't be using puppy pads on. anymore. Yeah. Good. We buy puppy pads by the case. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll send you a blanket. <laughs> Yeah, you'll enjoy it. You'll see it's a very different. I'm, so I'm so sure. we've been talking about fantasies and we're talking about what we do and on vacation and playrooms and I know there's an orgy going on tonight. But do you ever feel oversexed that there's just too much sex going on? I don't think so. I don't. Do you? No. I never. Think so. I, me me yeah. neither. Never. Carol, Carol gets I there. do. Sometimes when yeah. it's really a very hypersexual situation, I just need a break from it. And I'm okay with that too. I just need to take a break. It's too much sometimes for me. It's too no, much I, of a good thing. Well, I might think about that in a situational uh, setting. You yeah. know, it, sometimes a playroom, sometimes in those situations, it can be too much at that moment. If but that's also, what you're I get meaning. a lot of propositions. I know I'm oh. out there on social media. Yeah. People know me, and I don't necessarily know them. I get lots mm-hmm. of. I see sex all day long. I get dick pics all day long. Sure. And so, me sometimes I need to take a break. You can't be on me all the time asking, "Let's go play, let's go play, let's and go play." And then she has to deal with me having <laughs> yeah. my dick in her face right, all day long. Right. Exactly. So sometimes <laughs> I say, <laughs> "Okay, it's too much already." <laughs> yeah. When I'm ready for that cock, I will reach over and take it. You don't need to swing it in my face. Thank you very much. And <laughs> just recently, I found Cialis, and oh boy! And so I, he goes around with a heart on, always looking for a place to well, put it. Well, because it only works when you're aroused or you have sexual, you know, that visual in front of you. And every right. time I look at Carol, she's so hot and sexy. I just get hard. Yeah. 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 Plus, I, get, I have testosterone that I get once a week. So, yeah. like, I got everything going in the right groove. I feel like I'm, like, 25 again. Oh. Well, <laughs> we're happy for you, honey. We're really happy for you. <laughs> There's a lot of cynicism in that statement. <laughs> but I love you, love you. I love you. <laughs> I'll translate. That's a no for now. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so why don't we finish off? Well, not before we give our sexy advice, but what's what's a most memorable experience that you guys might have on one of your party trips? A lifestyle swinger experience. Yeah, tell us a nice story that we can people will imagine you guys in. All right. So, I got my first tattoo recently. Okay. And um, I got a tattoo, and it's of a pineapple oh. with sunglasses. Wow. On. I love and, it. In the sunglasses, you can see that he's on the beach. Well, when we so chose to do pineapple tattoos, it was right at the time that pineapples were now indicative of the lifestyle. Right. Right. It wasn't right. that much Correct. so ten or seven, eight years ago. Um, the reason why I got a pineapple, um, we were on resort. We were having um, one of those moments at the resort where the waves are just beautiful. The breeze is blowing just right. Um, we're, we're sitting back having fresh fruit. Um, it was a vacation that was very, very much needed after some lot, a lot of stress at home. Um, Shannon re- bent over, gave me a kiss. I had been eating fresh fruit, which included pineapple. Um, she smiled at me and she says, oh, I love your sweet pineapple kisses. And we told each other we wanted to remember that moment for the rest of our lives. Aww. So we dubbed that moment pineapple kisses. Ah. So since then... There have been many times a bad day at work, something goes on, flat tire, whatever, and uh, all of a sudden you get a little message from your spouse, pineapple kisses, oh, I love it. and the whole world just melts away, and you find yourselves remembering the salty air on your on your lips and mm-hmm. the the taste of the pineapple and her sweet lips on mine, and the world's just a better place. Wow! Awesome! Awesome! Wow. What so a nice couple. At, right, follow a, that. That's a great story. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I want Shannon to tell me about her first girl-girl experience. My first girl-girl experience. 
Before we were in um, the lifestyle, quote unquote, like in it, um, we would go to strip bars. Well, oftentimes strippers will play with me for whatever reason. And I really, really liked it. And I didn't know, like, I it didn't occur to me that you like girls, dude. Oh. It didn't occur to mm-hmm. me. So um, I had some experience at the strip bar. They would do some stuff. It, it was pretty hot. Um, but then when we went to Hito, we uh, start we met a couple there. And it was actually not at Hito. It was at another Lifestyles event we were at. Um, and it was amazing. And I love. What did she do to you? What did you do to her? I ate her pussy, mm-hmm. and then she ate my pussy, and like the mattress somehow got flipped up over. It was it did was you, intense. Wow. Did you come? Oh yes, uh, really? Yes. And was it long, or did you did it take like ten minutes to get? Um, it? I would say it was pretty decent, fair really? amount of time. You guys, you guys, you guys were playing for about an hour and a half. And yeah. where were you, Frank? Watching. Oh, oh nice, that's hot. Nice. Watching, watching. Her husband and I, we just we just stood there drinking our beers and just enjoying the show. Wow. For the it first time, you know, when so the first that was the, the first, first time, time you licked a pussy, and yes. did you have uh, an idea of what it might li- like? Did it live up to the expectation? Do you have any expectations going in? I really didn't. I tried not to think about it, to be quite honest. Okay. I just went in, you know, went in for it and did what I thought so, might feel good. Wow. So, so like, did she go down on you first, or you went down on her first? I went down on her first. Nice, okay. nice. So the first girl-girl experience that we had in the lifestyle, we were at Desire, and we were in a room, and there were this gorgeous girls lying on the bed, and I went to Carol. I said, you know, do you want to go play with her? And she says, I don't know if I know what to do. And we went together, and we're licking her pussy together. Go on. Yeah, so David was like kind of showing me what to do because whenever someone goes down, a girl or a guy goes down on me, I go, I have no idea what you're doing, but it feels fucking awesome. I couldn't really tell what it was. And so I'm there like, if I don't know what makes me feel good, how am I going to know what's going to make another woman feel good? So right. that was my, you know, my worry at first. But David showed me. So we went down together and then as Carol was getting into it, I backed away. And you kept going until yeah. she. Yeah, she came and squirted, and it was just—it was just awesome. It was all really good, but I was because I didn't really know what was going on down there. It's not like I was watching in a mirror at any given time. I wear glasses, so when we're having sex, I can't see far, right? <laughs> so uh, I should have put my contacts on so I can see. But it, I was really uh, ha- happy that David took me there. Like uh, maybe you didn't need that, but I was happy David. No, did that I to love me. that. Yeah, because that's I love I love eating pussy with him. That's amazing. Cool. It was great. I, I really enjoyed it, and it I was I enjoyed it because I got to experience something I never would have on my own probably tried. But I know it's not something I have to seek. But it doesn't stop me from looking pussy when we're in when, when it's, it's the right horny, feeling. Yeah. You know, when we're there comfortably with another couple and it just feels right, I'm okay with it. Or I invite her to come sit on my face or the two of us Or she's together. getting fucked from behind and, yeah. you know, she's And there's she's a pussy in pussy. my face and I'm there, okay, that's good too. So it's not that I'm going searching for it, but I'm not also pushing it away. You know, that it's, I'm kind of in the middle, situational for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Very We're cool. at the end of the show already. Wow, my goodness, that went very quickly. We always like to end our show with some final advice. So... What would you say would be the top two things that a couple would gain from joining the lifestyle community? With their partner. Yeah, with their partner. The number one thing that I feel that I've gained, I used to think that I love Shannon. and You don't love her anymore? I found out how what I found out how much more I could uh, love her once yeah. once I was able to let down my own walls. Right. I'm not even talking about her letting down any of her walls, but the the when I was able to trust her enough to let my own walls down, that enabled me to love her more completely. Wow, that's I, and nice. I don't know if I I can describe that feeling. It's just it's a whole different yeah. love. But yeah. you know you know Frank, I get it because ever since Carol and I got into the lifestyle and we're in our second marriage um the openness and the honesty which we spoke about before is incredible and when we are at events like this or even going to the supermarket or at a movie and you can look at a guy and i say "Hun, you know he's pretty hot would you you know would you like to fuck him and she goes yeah he's pretty hot or i look at a girl and i said you know what this girl would, would be fun and there's no like why are you looking at her? Why are you looking at her? Why, why are you talking about that? Don't you love me? Mm. And of course I love you. Mm. There's nobody else in the world that I love more than my partner. And we always say that we're emotionally monogamous, 
but we love fucking other people. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Right? Sexually adventurous and emotionally monogamous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I and for me, I, the other thing is is the the, the friends that we've made, the oh. the friends and the that's why we've we, we refer to them as family. They're they're mm-hmm. more than friends. They are our family. They're the family that we chose. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You have anything to add to this, Shannon? The last lick of something? Um, and the communication. Just keep talking. I I think that's you know essential for anybody that's looking at getting into the lifestyle. Don't do it if your relationship is broken. Right. Because right. the lifestyle is not going to fix it. In mm-hmm. fact, it will make it much worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Could do that. Great final words. Alrighty, that hour went so quickly. It's the end of another great show. Shannon and Frank, thanks so much for being here and sharing your stories today. Our pleasure. Thank you for having us. And like we do every week, we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. And why don't you tell everyone how they can find you guys and and your trips and parties that you do. So you can reach out to me via email, um, Sassy. so it's H-E-D-O-S-A-S-S-Y at gmail.com. Wow, great. And when's your next party? Tell us again. Um, Our next party is April uh, first through the eighth at Hedonism Two. We'll be there next spring. You with have Mar- spa- you still have space available? Yes, we're st- we still have rooms available. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay, awesome. And if you've missed any other information, you can always go to thesexylifestyle.com where all our guests, uh, Shannon and Frank, will have one, and their information will be there as well. So join us again next time for another hour of the Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health, and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I, Shannon and Frank, send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe, and of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, but you just might have the best sex ever. 